Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 74. Thank you for joining me. How are you today? I hope that you are well. I am recording from my mum's office today because we are about to fly off to Krakow for a few nights. So I'm very excited about that. Team Modders on tour, Poland edition. Um, but as always, I've left it to the very last minute to record, literally the very last minute, like the taxi is on the way soon. <laughs> and I'm so annoyed at myself because I'd taken my own advice on being productive and written my notes for today's podcast like three days ago, sat in my dad's office at work, um, sitting in like a a workplace environment to help me be more productive. And then I've gone and fucking left it to the last second to record. But never mind, such is life. Such is life. So before I start, I'm just going to mention that I was recently a guest on one of my listeners' podcasts, and her name is Nikki. And the podcast is called Hello Sunday Podcast, and it's on self-development types of things and also some stuff about people who are sober curious, which means that you are intrigued by reducing the alcohol that you consume, but not yet committed. So it's for anyone, not just people who are struggling with alcohol addiction or anything like that. It's uh, just for people who would like to learn more about self-development and also with that little edge of possibly becoming sober. Um, and we love supporting a new podcast around here. So go and have a listen to her and give her a follow. Her Instagram is at Hello Sunday Pod. And I am all about that sober curious life this morning because, like a dickhead, I went out and got pissed last night, didn't I? And I hadn't even packed my case. I hadn't done my washing. And then I set my dryer off and it wasn't turned on. So I woke up to pack my case this morning and everything was pissed wet through. So that was fantastic. But we move, we managed to, we made a way around it, we sorted it. So yeah, so this week I'm going to be talking about decluttering and before you switch off because you've not signed up to listen to a podcast about housework, uh, let me explain. So when I'm talking about decluttering, what I mean is decluttering your life in order to create space for your manifestations to come in. And there's a saying about the universal laws and that is that the universe abhors a vacuum me and the universe have something in common there because, as you know, I'm not a housework kind of gal and I, too, abhor a vacuum, particularly when it gets clogged up with Gloria's uh, never-ending balls of fur that she decorates my carpets with. But what that phrase actually means is that wherever we make a space, the universe will fill it, but it can't do that if there's no space. So when I'm talking about decluttering, I'm absolutely in support of physical decluttering of your home which I've been doing a little bit of but it goes further than that it's about decluttering any blockages to attracting what you desire any limiting beliefs that you're holding on to that are stopping you getting where you're going so let's start small and look at our homes because that is where we spend a huge chunk of our time and I really really struggle to keep my space tidy whatever that space is I really struggle to keep it tidy I am much better now I don't live in a three-bedroom house, I will add that. But I still manage to create a decent amount of chaos in a two-bedroom flat. And to me, tidying up is a very overwhelming task. So I put it off and put it off and I constantly have like a huge pile of washing up because the very thought, oh, the very thought of putting my hands in that minging water and accidentally brush, like brushing past a bit of rogue wet omelette. <laughs> oh, no. Gives me the most horrendous ache. So I'll leave, I'll leave it and leave it until 
I have no plates or utensils to eat with. And by that time, it's a much bigger job and it's very overwhelming. And I've got loads of clothes that are nice and like new, but either they don't fit me right or I just don't feel good in them. So I probably wear about 5% of the things that I own in my wardrobe and it's still busting at the seams. So I dread putting the washing away and end up with piles of washing everywhere. And and I've got art supplies coming at my ass. Like I bet you I've got at least... 60 paint brushes and so many paint palettes and blocks of paper to the point where it actually stops me from creating art because I can't choose what to do first. So there's nothing wrong with any of that equipment. It, far from it, it is like new, but it's stuff that I've bought on impulse or even worse, I'm embarrassed to admit, bought twice because the thought of like digging through it all to find what I needed is just too much for me. So that's just three categories in a house, like kitchen, clothes, art supplies, but there's loads more. There's loads of things like bathroom stuff, makeup, skincare, nails, towels, books, pans, everything. So your house can get really, really cluttered. And if you are living in that space, then that is going to impact upon you negatively in your mindset and your energy because you're spending a lot of time in that cluttered, chaotic space, if you're anything like me. So sometimes the more that we have, the less that we use it, because it's just too much and too overwhelming. Have you ever had that feeling where you want to watch something on telly, and you spend the whole time just like scrolling through trying to find something, because there's so much to choose from that you can't make a decision? So that's like a cluttered TV. (laughs) But you can probably relate to that in lots of areas in your life. And um, the reason that we collect all this clutter is because we buy new things that we like fancy. Let's say you buy a nice set of like drinking cups, like mugs that match your new toaster. Do you get rid of six old cups or do you even get rid of the old toaster? Probably not. My mum has got what I would say is bordering on a fetish for frying pans. She's got so many fucking frying pans but she only ever uses the last two that she bought. And I have to firmly, with an elbow, redirect her away from the cooking aisle in B&M. And I think that is a part of the issue that we all have now, is that things are so easy to buy and relatively cheap in shops like Home Bargains and B&M, which I am not slating. I absolutely love a B&M haul. But do you know what I mean? Those kinds of shops where things are made in a fairly shitty throwaway quality and we just keep collecting more and more of them. And we've got so much shit in our houses and our spaces and everywhere in our life that that is taking up energetic space for the real quality stuff that we want to bring in. And I'm not just talking about frying pans like, or even just houses. It could relate to things like relationships, for example. So we'll go on Tinder and like plow through hundreds, hundreds, I tell you, of men holding a bass, like, you know, fishermen holding this big fucking fish or what else is on there oh i've noticed a lot of <laughs> a lot of men um who happen to be like 5 foot 7 and you know i'm here for short king there's no no issue with that that's fine i'm a tall gal i'm 5 foot 10 but holding a novelty sized bottle of grey goose vodka in your tinder profile pic it's giving borrower it's like it's making you look like a fucking midget. So 
I'm not feeling that. And we we like swipe through. I'm going off topic there, but I'm, you swipe through all of these people just looking at them like they're in the fucking next sale. And then finally swipe right on a, a few people that are just like, okay for you. And you might take them home when you're drunk. No shade on the men that I have um, met through Tinder. <laughs> but you build up this roster of mediocre men that, that you know are not suited for you. Or women or any kind of gender identity, you're all welcome here. Um, But we know from the start that these relationships, and this could apply to friendships as well, they're not going to be long-term, like, and we're just keeping ourselves entertained while we're bored. But while we're doing that, we're not creating that space or that vacuum in the universe that it requires to send us what we are really wanting, which is just one high-quality, well-matched, non-fisherman, non grey goose vodka holding person you know and sometimes creating a vacuum can be quite scary I know that I felt really scared when I handed my notice into my last job it was like the best feeling in the world but also shit my pants doing it because it it was a big jump and I knew that the role that I was in was holding me back from becoming who I could be in my career and reaching my potential that aligns with my purpose so I made that jump but I won't lie it was it was a scary thing to do and sometimes you've just got to trust that when you make space that it'll be filled by the universe with better and since I handed my notice in here are just some examples of things that came into my life to fill that vacuum just just as an example of mine So I got a new role, which allowed me to still work with the children and the people that I absolutely adore without all the stress. So I got like all the highlights of the job that I had without all the shit that goes with it. I got my mental health back, which was the most important thing because I felt like I was losing my marbles and like being able to just do things like relax your shoulders and sleep. Like there were things that were out of the question (laughs) because I was um, taking up all this space that needed to you know, that that job was taking up too much of my space, my energetic space and my mental space. I manifested a very successful podcast that is growing and continues to grow. And I'm very excited about that. Thank you for being here. I've um, been able to be a guest on other people's podcasts and connect with their listeners and them. Um, I've had a lot more time to focus on my own self-development I've had the opportunity to work with groups of people that I never thought that I would have that opportunity to work with, like prison inmates who I can actually have a positive impact on going forward, you know, when they're released. Um, I've got connections with people that I never would have dreamed that I would be friends with or that would be in my circle of people. I've got a Patreon community of people who pay me to work with them on their own self-development. I've had the opportunity to speak in public about what I'm passionate about and just so much more. And I won't bore you because I'd be here all day, but that is just a sample of what has come from just releasing something that I wasn't in alignment with and decluttering that area of my life in my career, getting rid of that, making a leap, making space for better to come in. And when I became single, I really, really wanted to come uh, to stay in my house. Sorry. Yeah. So I owned this house with my ex and I really wanted to keep hold of it because I I thought that I liked it at the time. And that would have meant me going back into an old job as a teacher again and picking all that stress back up just to hang on to something, a house with a crippling mortgage where I'd just be working purely to survive. And when I agreed to like let that go, 
I asked for help from my spirit team and started looking at other options and we got a really, really good price for um, our house that we sold. And within a couple of weeks, an estate agent that I know told me about a flat that was coming up on a bit of Horwich where I live that I didn't even know was there. Um, And it was number nine and it had Angel in the fucking street name. Very excited about that. And it turned out to be absolutely perfect for me. And of the eight places that I've lived in my life, it's my favourite one so far. And I've, you know, I've enjoyed living them all, but I love having that space. And it worked out far better because I released what was filling that void, which was a big unmanageable house that I wouldn't have been happy in on my own anyway. So letting all of that stuff go will make space for the new. So I've decided to have a bit of a declutter of my life. And I mentioned before that my two biggest struggles with keeping my space tidy, which is absolutely necessary to be creative and productive, is clothes and washing up. Like <laughs> They're the two things in my house that are just constantly fucking overwhelming and too much. So I'm starting, but not limited to, decluttering my home. I'm, I'm also going to declutter in other areas of my life. I'm starting there. So I mentioned last week that I'd started selling loads of my clothes on Vinted, which is amazing. I am obsessed with Vinted now. It's so good. Uh, the only problem is I've started buying more, so that's not very good. But that's made loads of extra space in my wardrobe and my room just feels miles better. I've got extra income. It means that I don't have all of those clothes to just keep washing, even though I've not even worn them. They're just on the bedroom floor because I've tried them on and decided against them. So that problem will be solved in the long run when I've finished doing that. And secondly, this is a bit rogue. My mum will go mad when she sees this because she likes to have a matching set. But I've decided to keep six of everything in my kitchen, you know, like plates and bowls and things like that, but to just have one out. So I'm going to put all the other stuff (laughs) for when I have people over, like, in the kitchen cupboard but somewhere that's not easily accessible and therefore I will only have one plate with a knife and fork and a spoon like living like a fucking student but that will make me just wash it up because I can't eat until I've washed it up so I'm never going to have that pile of washing up so it's about like in, in div- uh, designing your environment to fit you and that will help me loads and then I'm going to tackle things like my art supplies and my bathroom stuff. But it's not just about physical decluttering. It's massively about doing that internal work on unpicking all those limiting beliefs that we all hold and reprogramming yourself to receive. Um, this morning, I woke up feeling really anxious because I felt like I had a lot to do. I hadn't recorded my pod. I hadn't packed my bag. My fucking clothes were pissed through. I got leathered at the pub last night. Like It was all feeling very overwhelming and just journaling for like five minutes and just picking apart what was actually going on in my head, I've made some like proper breakthroughs with something and also just felt a million times better for doing it. So make sure that you prioritise actually over physical decluttering, doing the decluttering that's all the shit that is being held in our subconscious that we need to unpick and get rid of so that we can bring the new stuff in. So I just wanted to share with you one of my very favourite manifestation stories, and it isn't mine, it's actually Steve Harvey, who's a TV presenter, 
and you can find the full version of it on YouTube if you type in Steve Harvey, be ready to receive and definitely go and watch it. His whole channel is really inspiring. It's called Motivated and I love Steve Harvey and he's very much into the law of attraction but he's also a believer in God which I like because even though I am not um, a religious person, that just goes to show that you can have beliefs or no beliefs and still learn how to work with the laws of the universe and how to be able to manifest your desires. It doesn't make any difference what your beliefs are. You can still use these universal laws in your life as a human, regardless of your religious beliefs. So I'll tell you this story. I won't be able to tell you as good as Steve does, so I would definitely go and watch it afterwards. Um, But I am going to share it with you now because I love it and it's very much on point for this episode. So when Steve was young, he wanted to manifest a new car and he was really determined to do it. So he was going to work and he was coming home. Every time he got paid, he would tell his mum, who was a Sunday school teacher, so a Christian, um, that he was going to buy this new car and he was putting a little bit of money away every week, saving up for it. And she kept saying to him, yeah, I know, but your old car's still outside on the blocks. So it, it, it... his old car was not working, it was like stacked up on blocks on the driveway and she kept bringing this up to him. So it was full of like rubbish around it and leaves and oil spills of where he'd tried to fix it and it had kind of just been abandoned. So then he'd get paid again and he'd come home and say, Mum, I'm going to get this new car and he was like very excited about it and she would say it again and like bring it up and say, yeah, I know, but your old one's still out on the blocks outside. So after a few weeks of her doing this and him bringing the money home and putting it in his savings pot and like affirming that he was getting this new car and she kept repeating, yeah, I know, but your old one's still out on on the blocks on the driveway. He started to get frustrated and he, he didn't understand what she meant by that because he was getting annoyed that she was kind of bringing him down. So he'd be going in full of positivity saying, I'm manifesting this new car, I'm getting this new car, and I'm da-da-da-da. And she was saying, yeah, but your old one's out there, and not really taking any notice of him. And he talks about how he was raised to be a thinking man, like he wasn't always told the answer. He was given something to make him think about it, which is a great parenting skill if you ask me. So one day he decided that he was going to ask her and say, he, he like went in and said, Mum, why do you keep bringing up this old car when I'm trying to focus on the new and I'm trying to bring in this new car and you keep bringing me down talking about the old one? And she said, because you want this new car and you have nowhere to put it. Where are you going to put it? There's no space for it to come in. And she was talking about the physical space of where to put the car, but also the fact that energetically he was still holding on to this old scrappy car and... There was no space, there's no vacuum in the universal kind of space to fill with this new car that he was going after. So this went on for weeks, months, and he was desperate about this car, really wanting to get this new car and getting more and more frustrated with his mum. So he decided that he was going to take her advice and listen to what she'd said about having this old clapped out car on the drive. And he rung his friend and paid him $20 to tow the car away and then he went to the shop and got some stuff to clean up the driveway and worked really hard to make that driveway look brand new and worthy of this new car that he wanted and within two weeks he got the car 
and he pulled it onto the driveway and he was like, look, mum, I've got my new car, I've got it. And she said, yeah, I know that, like, I know you've got it. You, you could have had it kind of whenever you wanted, but you can't ask God for something or the universe, whichever you prefer, but you can't ask God for something and not be ready to receive it, not have space to receive it. And I was like, this is such a fucking great story because that is 100% true. If you have not got the physical and energetic space to receive something new, you're not going to get it. You can affirm all day. You can, um, you know, do all, all the manifesting that you like and use whatever manifesting hack. But if you are not in a space to receive, then and, and you're not creating that vacuum, it's not going to be able to come to you as much as you want it. So think about which areas of your life do you need to declutter? And I think starting with your home is a great way to do it because you've got something physical, practical that you can do. But also really be thinking about those like limiting beliefs that you might have and working through those. How are you going to get through those? So it could be in your work life. It could be in relationships. It could be in friendships, family. It could be in your physical workspace, in your car. It could be that you want to manifest a new car and have you made space for it? And also, as well as making space for it, the thing that Steve did that I think probably made the biggest difference is he also prepared the driveway. He didn't just leave it full of shit and like oil spills and leaves and all of that. He took pride in making sure that that was a space that was worthy of receiving the car that he wanted. And and that is a, a big lesson there is making the very best of what you've got right now to bring in more. So if you're not in your dream house, how can you make the house that you've got now as close as possible to what you want? I know like, you know, add extensions on and do all of that stuff necessarily, but how can you just change that space to make it closer to the ideal that you have in your head? Because when it's like chaotic and cluttered and dingy and not what you like and the wrong colour and all of those things that can be easily fixed, you are not going to be able to bring that in. So have a think about what you want to declutter in your life and uh, make a start. I'm going to try and get rid of one thing a day. So I'm just going to go around my house and, and try and get rid of one thing a day. And I think the freedom that that will give me of just not having so much stuff to help me like always have a calm space to work in and to live in is just going to bring me endless benefits and I'm sure it will do the same for you. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry if I was a little bit rushed, you know, I'm like literally legging it for the taxi in two minutes. (laughs) Um, So I'm a bit all over the place this morning. Plus I have got a hangover. So... But I hope you've enjoyed it anyway. And if you did, I'd be very grateful if you could take a second to leave me a review because that will really help me to reach a wider audience. And also, if you'd like to hear more from me, come and follow me on my socials, on Facebook and Instagram, Positive Pig Podcast, and join us in the Vibe Tribe on Patreon, ready to start the month of September with us. Have a wonderful week. And I'm off to Poland now, so I will speak to you next week. See you soon.